0: You are listening to the Critical Mass Radio Show, Orange County's business talk show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies with your host, Richard Franzi,
1: And welcome to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show and Podcast. I am your host, Richard Franzi, and this is podcast episode number 1112. The EP Forums is an established network of executive leaders who come together to share and review first look innovations in business and leadership. We've invited CEO, President, and Founder, right, Scott Hamilton, to join us to discuss the May event lineup and also how you might benefit from being more involved in the EP Forums. Scott, welcome back to Critical Mass Radio Show. Hey.
0: Uh, great to be back, Rick. Always good to see you. Thanks yeah. for the invite.
1: No, it's good to have you back. I know you've you've been on the show before, but you've been moving your your brand so far so fast. So before we get into a lot about what's coming up, set the context yeah, for sure. those that might not sure. know of ENP. What is the premise behind ENP?
0: Well, you know, my background is similar to yours. I came out of the corporate world and uh, was working in corporate functions for Nestle, Direct TV, Bergen Brunswick, Aramark. In a variety of strategic planning, marketing, and HR roles, okay. and uh, out of that experience, and then subsequent to that, running my own consulting firm with several people, we formed ENP. Our clients started asking for a forum that they could go to to explore emerging ideas, new trends, new opportunities.
1: So ENP is Executive Next Practices, yeah, correct? And, and you say quite eloquently, I think each time, at least each time I've been there, you've made this point: this isn't about best practices. This is about next practices. Can you share the difference for our audience?
0: Yeah, there's a couple of things we always say, and two things. One is it's not a networking group. It is a group for building authentic relationships, number one. Okay. Number two, in exploring the content, we're pushing people to explore what their next practice is. That is not something somebody else is doing, not benchmarking, but what is a unique practice based on your business model, your clients, your culture, your people. Mm-hmm. that is unique to you, that will take you beyond the status quo market.
1: And uh, th- I find that fascinating because um, much of it is in benchmarking, which is trying to do the best practice in the time. But with technology, the rate of innovation, you're probably finding that even over the time that you've been doing these forms, it feels like to me that next practices are coming faster than they did in the past, and what works today doesn't necessarily work tomorrow In a much more quick fashion than ever before.
0: Yeah, you're so right, Rick. uh, We're moving at the speed of of not only digital transformation, we're moving at the speed of AI, artificial intelligence. Right. So that is impacting us in ways we could not have foreseen. So you're right. The speed and pace of business change now means that you can't look at yesterday's models.
1: Right, and I know that you're you're putting together programs that respond to kind of the zeitgeist of what people need to know. But you also have some anchor events. You just had your Disrupt HR kind of series both here in Orange County, then right. I think down in San Diego yes, as well. Correct. So before we kind of get into what's coming up, can I ask you for those that we just missed the Disrupt HR? Wh- what is the premise of that ENP event, and how did it come off this year?
0: Yo, know, it's real interesting. That is a different entity. Disrupt HR is a different entity. Okay. That's a different format. It's focused primarily on senior-level HR and the C-suite. Okay. And the format is five-minute talks, twenty slides. The slides automatically rotate every fifteen seconds. <laughs> <laughs> the speakers have no control.
1: <laughs> wow. So
0: talk about a fast-paced event. Right. You can put twelve speakers up in less than an hour. They That right. moves that fast. Right. And uh, so we right, we look at what's coming. What's the future of will work? What's the future of the workplace? How is uh, the workplace going to look in 2020 and beyond?
1: Yeah, and, and those are well-attended events. Oh, extremely I good. mean, I, I think the one you had in Orange County was sold out, right? It was sold out. Packed, packed house. Packed house. Over 230 people at AMN Healthcare in San Diego. Okay. May second. I didn't. I didn't. Obviously, I'm more focused on Orange County, yeah. but that's great Did you do. Do you do one in L.A. as well? I'm sorry, I don't know. We
0: partner with the folks in L.A. as well. Okay. As well as around the country.
1: Okay, you know. so this is a hot topic then, in right? Because people, assets, and things that are going. Did you come up with the name of that, or are you, is this disrupt HR out of your genesis, or is it something that ENP and you have become kind of aligned with over it, the years? It's
0: one of those things we became aligned with. Okay, we always did a couple of HR related events per year. Right. But we saw this as a different vehicle that would provide the marketplace with something fresh, unique, and a way that they could get engaged that
1: way. Right. Okay, so let's go back to the the E&P. Who comes to your events? My listening audience are CEOs and business owners and executives of middle market companies across North America, but, you know, I'm focused on Southern California because this is my home and my marketing area. But who shows up at an E&P event and why?
0: Yeah, Rick, like you. We're really... Focused uh, firmly on middle to large cap companies. Okay. And we provide them with a place, a safe haven, that they can come and talk and look at these emerging trends and ideas with each other across all industry sectors Mm. and across all C-level functions. So as you walk into one of our sessions with these middle market firms, you'll see CEOs, CMOs, COOs, board members, Mm -hmm. CIOs. So we're looking at it across the suite as well as across sectors.
1: Okay, I, I know that I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I know that an important part of your, from attending as an attendee, an important part of your morning or afternoon or evening event is this opportunity to share across the table and have a conversation. Why do you do that, and and what's the value of that for people?
0: You know, this came directly from our audience. They said we didn't want to go to a traditional association where you had a talking head for an hour right. and no interaction. Okay. So we demand the speakers talk in like a TED Talk type style, okay. short, concise, to the point. In other words, talk to their bullet points rather than to the fluff. And then we get the audience engaged in a collaboration around that subject matter. Mm-hmm. And the audience, you can see literally see the energy level go up okay. as the audience gets engaged.
1: A- and what's the outcome of that? I mean, what what's the what what do they end up doing?
0: In our objective is to tap the collective intelligence of the entire room. Okay. So if we've got 120 people, which is typically what we get. Okay getting the 120 ideas on the table, and then say, what are the two or three that we can leverage as a next practice for our organization?
1: So so there's an opportunity to work in a small group around a table, and then there's an opportunity for the other tables to benefit from the work of the other tables they weren't at. Absolutely. I don't, I don't know if I made that more confusing or more obvious. But no,
0: that's very concise. Uh, it's looking across the whole room and, again, tapping that idea one or two or three that are going to spark something within your own organization. Right, It's amazing.
1: And if you have eight people at a table and you have 120 people, I didn't do the math, but that's, that's 12, 14, 16 tables. So couple ideas from each table, that's a lot of thoughts, right?
0: It's a lot of thought, and uh, we find that our audience, over time, they get more accustomed to this technique, so they get right okay. to the
1: point. <laughs> <laughs> They've been trained. They've huh? been trained. Right, they know what the value is, right? Because yeah, really I think do. the value for adults is to apply the knowledge, yeah. to, to do something with it in the moment while it's fresh, versus trying to come back and do something later. So you doing that in your group seems to me to be a very powerful way for people to get direct yeah. value from being in the room with you.
0: Yeah. And I, I tell you, we've had uh, our members come back to us and say, look, Scott, we got rid of our traditional uh, strategic planning wow. meetings. We got rid of PowerPoint. Wow. We started by just setting the premise and now ask our teams to come up with the ideas.
1: So before we have about a minute left sure. before the first break here on Critical Mass Radio Show, you use the term members quite a lot. So for those that may not know, can you talk about the membership opportunity within e- ENP?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Anybody can guess if they're a C-suite executive that they're running a metal market company, but then they have the opportunity to join as an annual member. Once you join as an annual member, it's a very modest fee, then they're a member for the entire year for all our locations, all types of workshops and other things that we deliver.
1: Okay, so so it's most economical to be an annual member. Of Absolutely. That. And, yeah. and 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 I remember when I looked at it. it when you say economical, yeah. it really is a value laden. I mean, you're you're being very generous with the low cost that you're offering. What is that? Because you want to have as many people participate or i mean my sense is you could probably raise the price on that and people still see it as a value but are you purposely offering it for like, a really
0: on purpose we okay. offer a, it's a nominal fee just to make sure they show up right we're fortunate to have a great set of sponsors that fund us you so read my because it doesn't
1: <laughs> seem like the membership covers the cost no for the the events and the locations that you have it in the way that you do it's very first class everything you do seems to be especially now with your location at the cove a lot of your events are there right Yeah. Which is a streaming, screaming place for a a peer learning kind of environment.
0: It's a perfect place in terms of synergy, and I, I know you talked to the Cove people last week. Yeah, uh, they were on the show. They've invited us to come in. We're exposing our middle market companies to what goes on at the Cove, all the entrepreneurial opportunities, the intellectual property that's there, right. the ability to scale technology the technology that's coming out of UCI. Right. It's a great uh, great synergy.
1: And, and you not only have your meetings there, but you're housed there as well now, right? E&P yes, is, is housed we in the
0: We literally house innovation. our headquarters there. Right. We have some staff off-site, but we do most of our work right there at the okay. Cove, Okay. Yeah.
1: Okay, Paul, I know that was more than a minute. I apologize, but we're, in a, we're on a roll here, Scott and I. We're going to take a very short commercial break. When we come back, I'd like to talk to you maybe about the calendar that's coming up, yep. but also we didn't get a chance to talk about next work strategy, gotcha. and I'd like to talk about that yep. firm in the next okay, block, okay? Right. All right, don't go anywhere, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be back with Scott after this word from me. <laughs> our executive peer group. And welcome back to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show and Podcast. You know, all of our shows can be heard anytime on iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker.com, hundreds of former guest websites whose CEOs have appeared on our show. You know, since we started doing this show in 2009, here on octalkradio.net, we've reached hundreds of thousands of listeners through the live stream. The podcast that we do, the other platforms like YouTube, we're streaming this live on Facebook Live right now. For those of you that might want to be watching, go to octalkradio.net live or richardfranzy.com, Critical Mass. You can see it on one of those two platforms. If you'd like to subscribe as a podcast, simply type in Critical Mass Radio Show into your favorite podcasting software. You'll get our weekly shows with great guests like Scott Hamilton. And we were talking about your calendar for ENP. Can you share some of the highlights of what you have planned for us?
0: I don't know how we got here, but we got a lot of content this past year. We had four events in May alone. Wow. So coming up, well, we looked at diversity. We looked at Disrupt HR. We just had a women's event and then closed it off last week with a look at neuroscience and leadership. That right. was May. Yes. June, very exciting June coming up on each east, east coast. On the west coast in Irvine at UCI Applied Innovation, June 14th is our global consumer event with the U.S. Department of Commerce hmm. and Women in Trade International. That'll include speakers from Mattel, Taco Bell, Bloomberg Intelligence, and others, looking at where the global consumer market is going. Wow! And even a bit on the California lifestyle and how that's playing out right across the globe.
1: What an attractive thing to have your brand associated with outside yeah. the U.S., right? Yeah, the California it really lifestyle. Is. Yeah. But anyway, okay.
0: And then, uh, well, ninety-five percent of commu- uh, consumers are outside the U.S., so we're <laughs> going to look at that, <laughs> that chunk <laughs> on the fourteenth. Okay. The next week in New York. We're looking uh similar type of topic, global consumer, but also new talent, operational, and innovation strategies for mm. your business. And that'll be at with Columbia University in New York on June nineteenth. Then we come back and uh the very next week and we look at something called Board of Boards. This is a brand new concept where you have an external board, except right. that you're not having to create it yourself. Okay. It's a board that's already available to you that can provide you expert advice uh-huh. as you're ramping up your business, or perhaps going a new direction.
1: That's interesting. And
0: that's a workshop on Board of Boards, who's, who's, June 22nd.
1: Who's going to be presenting or participating in that?
0: Folks that you know, like Dr. Larry Taylor, who's the president of the National Association of Corporate Directors, okay. and Larry Cabalden sure. and a few others that okay. are involved in the board effort. Well, that's
1: yeah. awesome. I think a lot of small companies would benefit from having so. an outside board. Yeah. And this is a way to sort of get a fractional board, it sounds like.
0: This is a way to do it without <laughs> right. the muss and fuss, right? right. Okay.
1: <laughs> yeah. So that's... Uh, so three, year, three, three things in June. Three
0: things in June. How
1: do you manage? I mean, that's like herding cats, isn't it? I mean, you got all these presenters and platforms and speakers, and oh, my goodness.
0: Well, one thing, we've got two things growing for us. First, we have a great staff, uh, like you, the marketing people, the web people. They do a tremendous job for us. They're okay. full-time. But what really makes it work is we have what we call ENP Advisors. These are super connectors. Uh, key influencers from across the community uh-huh. that on a voluntary basis work with us on putting the programs together and then getting it out to market. Hmm. So for each program you see there's an entire team of people behind
1: it. Wow, like crowdsourcing the... Yeah, exactly. you, are you doing the same thing on the East Coast that you have set up? Exactly. So well, this isn't just something you're no. doing in Southern California. This is wherever the NP brand is that's the go-to strategy?
0: Exactly. Okay. So we have a team in New York that's in place and they've been actively putting the June 19th event in place. So,
1: um, so I've got two more minutes with you or maybe Maybe we can eke out three here with Paul. So I, I, I said I wanted to because we haven't really had a chance to talk about the Nextwork strategy. How does that? How does that differ than ENP? And what is Nextwork strategy?
0: Nextwork strategy is what started it all. Okay. It is my advisory service. Used to be going under a different brand name called Align, but Nextwork strategy has been around for ten years. It is an entity that provides things like strategic planning and development, Mm -hmm. leadership development, and we have a couple product lines. The one product line I'll talk about is Immerse Maps. I'm just coming from a client who's using an Immerse Map to introduce their performance management system uh, worldwide across 1,800 employees.
1: So Um, what is in the time that we have on the show, (laughs) what is that? What's an Immerse Map? it's I've a not way heard of the term.
0: Immersed is a way of visualizing a concept okay. and engaging people experientially. So, if you've got a business model, we're able to translate that business model into one large visual on one piece of paper that aligns all your stakeholders from the board to employees to customers to what your v- value proposition is, uh-huh. where you're going, and how you're going to get there. All on one piece of paper, and it's interactive. So no more PowerPoint. Right. No more lengthy presentations. It's all there on one piece of paper.
1: What's the interactive piece of that?
0: Interactions are different exercises that go forward as people are interacting with the map. Okay. There'll be stopping points where there's discussion, clarification, and input from in this case, at lunch, employees mm-hmm. uh, about their feelings about the companies and their performance management systems. And,
1: and what does this allow a company to do that they weren't doing well before they engaged with you and put the map together.
0: Yeah, that's a great question. It goes back to that whole EMP model engaging people rather than telling them. Okay. So we're not throwing powerpoints at them 90 PowerPoint slides. We're showing them on one piece of paper exactly where we're headed. But more importantly, we're tapping their intelligence about how they're feeling about it, what how they're going to contribute and then making modifications to our strategy based on what we're hearing.
1: So my experience is those things, the, the simpler they are and the clearer they are, the more work they take to get from yes. the minds of the company to put something that simple on one. It's hard to put a whole company on one piece of paper. Is, is that the value add that you bring in your team to help them think that through and figure out how to get that down?
0: Absolutely. We've okay. been doing this for about 15 years. So the newness now is we include media. For example, we use video and interactive tools mm. along with the visual map to bring it to life. So now we have employees walking around with a map on their phone right. and interacting with the phone that, interacting with the company that way in terms of getting them ideas and new ways forward.
1: Okay. And what type of companies do you generally work with? Is it the same as come to ENP or different? Very
0: right. similar. Typically they are middle to large cap companies. They've it, got a platform and they're moving forward. So
1: I have to ask you from one marketer or salesperson <laughs> to another. Is ENP helping next work strategies then? I mean is there is there a value in you being at the front of the stage in ENP to your other business next work strategies?
0: It is certainly a potential help, although ENP, as you know, is agnostic. Yes. So we rarely, if ever, mention next work strategy. If right. we build an authentic relationship with someone well, then Yeah, I go, mean it's yeah. it's
1: opportunity for you to meet with 120 plus people sure. on multiple times a, a exactly. month. Can't be bad for the brand, right? <laughs> right. Okay. Right. So I'm I'm impressed that you've been doing that. How old is ENP? How long have you been? Ten years. This is our tenth year. This is your ten-year anniversary.
0: Last Thursday, we had our 282nd forum.
1: Oh, congratulations. Right? You launched it during the Great Recession. Yeah. Right in the middle of it. Right. So you've seen a lot in how people who probably you're getting the sense of how the economy has changed by the kind of people that come and the mood of the people that are coming. I mean, are you seeing this full employment mentality? Are you seeing the confidence in the in the people that attend your events that we're reading about and hearing about and seeing in our economy in a greater sense? I, the reason why I ask is I had Mira Farka here a couple of weeks ago talking about her economic update, and it was the most good news I've ever he- heard from her, and I've had her on the show for probably eight years. Are you seeing that in your... I am. It's a different
0: kind of concern, though. Uh, Whereas 2008, it's where's the next job going to be? Where's the next opportunity? In 2018, the concern is who's coming from my blind side that's going to disrupt me? Okay. And so they're coming... To stay ahead of the game.
1: <laughs> business, business is never easy, is it? It's really not. you got to always. You've gotta. Okay, so if someone wants to either learn about Executive Next Practices, which we call ENP, or Next Work Strategy, how do they find out about either of the two programs? They platforms?
0: can just go to the one single site, and that's the ENP site. It's okay. ENPinstitute.com, Edward Nancy Paul, ENPinstitute.com. And uh, they'll go to that site and they'll see. All the things that we do. Okay, and we look forward to having folks come to our next session.
1: Yeah, I hope I hope people that listen to us live here or watch this on uh, Facebook Live would consider it. Or if you hear us as a podcast, it, it, you there are always programs that go to with ENP. It sounds like right? <laughs> right. You're all you're accelerating in your offerings of the different things that you're doing, and you're bicoastal now. So yeah. thank you very much for giving your time great, to thanks. be on the show, Scott. It's been great. to great have to you. Great to be here. Friend. Great to
0: see you again. Thank you. Thanks it.
1: Really i going to thank Paul Roberts, who's our engineer for today's show. He did a fine job. Our producers, without whom we wouldn't have a program, ladies and gentlemen, and I mean that, Joan Park, Crystal Nunley, and Haley Stern. If you'd like to connect with me on social media, let's start with LinkedIn. Uh, We can start there. I'm Richard Franzi, F-R-A-N-Z-I. If you'd like to look at my latest book, Killing Cats, Leads to Rats, Mitigating the Unintended Consequences of Business Decisions, it is now available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and other notable booksellers. Until our next show, I hope all of your business decisions will move your company in a positive direction